to the double up podcast i'm your host double up and we tapped in man it's valentine's day Z, so i'm gonna keep this one short today but really wanted to stream and just kind of get into some real in-depth conversations about about love man about what is it to really feel for somebody and really trust somebody and really want to confide in somebody and coming up i used to not really rock with valentine's day like (laughs) I ain't like Valentine's Day at all, for real, because I felt like it was just a money grab. You know, you hear people talk about how it's a scam. It's the, the Hallmark card industry trying to get our money. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't going to lie, in my community, um, coming up, I saw black love. I saw uh, my my grandmother and my grandfather in a relationship. Uh, my parents, they split, but they both remarried, and um, I think it was very influential for me to see black love and see why it mattered. But on the flip side of that, I also grew up in a culture that didn't necessarily promote that. No one, it wasn't that cool to have a girlfriend coming up. Like everybody wants to be a player, wants to be a pimp. And it was, it was some messed up program. And it was a sense of um, really pushing that egotistical way of thinking. But, it was what we knew, you know, especially in hip hop culture, even in movies, uh, everything you see, like the most successful men have a lot of women. So I want to have a lot of women, but we ain't realized the effect that had on the women in our community and how it started to change the dynamic of how we deal with each other. You know, uh, I think Valentine's Day is the time to, to kind of reconnect and get back to that center and understand what is it to really master the art of balance between feminine and masculine energy. For a long time, I felt like being masculine was being a player, was being that alpha male that was really a womanizer, you know? And I don't know what to exactly point at. Like I say, it was music, it was movies, it was some family members, but like really tapping into myself, I think back like, man, why did I really feel like that was the way to carry myself? Because now that I'm older, you know, I'm settled down. I got my lady. I, I love being in love, bro. Like I was telling the homies the other day, like, hey, do your thing, man. Keep on playing the field like you do. But I'm not, I'm not jealous of that at all. You see the real value. You become the best version of yourself. When you have somebody you could depend on, somebody that knows you for who you are and somebody that really pours into you and gives you the best version of themselves as well. And I say relationships are always going to be the best version of yourself or you always you are never going to fight. But it's that constant effort to want to be the best version of yourself for somebody that you care about that brings out new levels potential that's untapped that would never be uncovered if it wasn't for love and so I was that 
I was that guy that was an R&B nigga ass soul, but I wanted to act like I was tough. I wanted to act like I, I was really playing these females and, and running game. And at heart, I mean, at my soul, in my heart, I knew, man, you, you really a R&B nigga. Like, you really a, a walk on the beach. Uh, keep it real. Do some romantic type vibes. I ain't. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't the. I ain't the dude that's gonna smash you and then kick you out and never talk to you again. Like that wasn't me. You know what I'm saying? But that was what we saw as cool. We saw that was like, oh, okay, yeah. He really don't give a fuck about these females. He do what he do. He hit them and quit them, and we start to celebrate that. But really deep down, you know yourself. You like, man. I don't really want that forever. At a certain point in time, you're really starting to lower your own value. No matter how successful a man is, he's going to be judged by the women that he deals with. You know, like a good woman going to look at your reputation, look at your, your resume. <laughs> be like, oh, shit, I thought he was a man of honor, a man of ambition, a man of dignity. But I'm looking at his track record. I'm looking at how he just goes after women who throw themselves at him or Women who give it up easy or women who are okay with being disrespected. That's going to bring your value down. When you're trying to really court that woman that you love and that you really want to be with, she's like, oh, you think I'm one of them? You think I'm one of these skeezers that's falling for the game and that's willing to lose myself because of you? No, no, nigga, I got my own stuff going on. You know what I'm saying? The city girls, I heard them say it's... Is bitches out here getting money too? They time is money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So they seeing the field and they seeing how men are playing it. And there's two results to that. You see one, the woman that completely is giving up on men, black men specifically. She's like, you know what? These niggas playing games. These niggas is lying, cheating. Niggas ain't shit. That was the whole motto. <laughs> In college, that was a heavy motto. These niggas ain't shit. And after a while, we started to expect, I mean, to accept it as men. We started to say, oh, yeah, yeah, we ain't shit, whatever. I'm fucked up. Like, just deal with it. And so how do our women deal with it? They deal with it by taking on the masculine traits that we were supposed to have as men. So they become overly independent. They become power hungry they become women that lead the household instead of having that pure balance of feminine energy and masculine energy and that's because we as men we set the tempo of saying we're going to agree to not be shit we're going to agree to just be lustful and just keep on doing our thing and not have no respect and no regard for the women and i ain't holy as that like i'm definitely I was a part of the problem. I was one of the, the youngest that was out here moving and grooving. You know what I'm saying? I had my pops used to tell me, like, hey, sometimes you got to try on the shoes before you know which ones is for you. You know what I'm saying? You might think you might think you like that pair of Adidas. And then you put on some Nikes one day. You're like, hmm, these Nikes are all right. Yeah, I can jump. I can run in these just like my Adidas. Matter of fact, I think I'm a little bit flyer with these Nikes. But then you see some some red bottoms. And you're like, oh, oh, yeah, let me try them red bottoms out. But sometimes them red bottoms, they overextend you, you feel me? Now you 
you you trying to stack money, do th- doing things to get money so you can attain these red bottoms when you can't afford it, and they hurt your feet. You know what I'm saying? Like red bottoms cool, but they hurt your feet after a while. You can't go to the you can't really go to the uh, gym with them. You can't go to work with them. You can only have them for one occasion. So if you get what I'm saying, red bottoms represent a certain type of woman that we tend to chase, not realizing all of the drawbacks of that. It's okay to be good with your Nikes. And Nikes versatile. They versatile. And them, them Adidas is very, very versatile. You feel me? Them Adidas, you can wear them to work, to the gym, to the club. You know what I'm saying? But that don't mean that you have to disrespect your shoes as you move on to a new pair. And I hate, I'm not comparing women to shoes. I'm just trying to give an analogy that 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 men can understand. Women, I know, no disrespect. I know y'all are much more than tennis shoes. But just follow me here, follow me. So as a man, don't disrespect your your originals, you know what I'm saying? You got your, your all whites, you've been rocking them for years, keeping them fresh, keeping them clean, making sure they good in case somebody else might need them all whites. But nah, what we do, we drag them through the mud. We go <laughs> cut grass in them. Now they done for. Now don't nobody else want that because you done treated it like it wasn't nothing. And we treat our women like shoes sometimes. Like they can just be used and thrown and we move to the next pair not realizing these is our sisters our our cousins our our mothers like the the black women the black woman is the center of the black family so you can't call yourself a real man and you move in ways that's completely disrespectful to the center of the black family and it's tough i'm saying you really got to unlearn and relearn the way that you deal with women and the way that you think about love we saw it as a sign of weakness too especially coming up in the streets coming up in survival mode 50 cent said it said it best love will get you killed they can't show no love and that in itself it changes the way we treat each other so if we're not showing love to each other we're not treating each other with no type of kindness and empathy now we're seeing each other as the enemy. Now we're not building with our community. We're not building with our sisters. we looking outside for that same love that we initially started the trend of tearing down. So don't look at the, the results and be like, oh, man, I got to stop dealing with, with, with black women. I got to stop thinking I need to settle down because of what the results of society are. No, no. Let's get back to the solution. Let's get back to what type of codes you're going to have as a man. How you going to carry yourself? How you going to treat the women that you deal with? We ain't going to talk about what everybody else is doing. We're talking about what you're doing. Because that'd be an easy cop out. You're like, oh, man, look at what these girls be doing. Look at what these niggas be doing. Like, it's justified for me to act this way. Can't nobody justify you but you. When you look in the mirror, do you see a man as the type of man that you will want your daughter or your future daughter to be with? Hmm? It's probably not. And if it's not, we got to start making some changes. And I'm not trying to make it seem like there's no such thing as black love today. 
Because I see it a lot. I got homies. I got a couple homies that's marrying black women soon. Like, as soon as I got the Phoenix, that was one thing I recognized. It wasn't that many black people. You know what I'm saying? Me and my lady, we was out here, and uh, you notice that the scene in Phoenix, Arizona, it's, it's a lot of white people. It's a lot of um, Latin American people. But the black community, it isn't as vibrant as when I was back home. So I wanted to know where my people was at. And once I found my people, I started to see the love that some of my people have for each other, you know. And it's important as men for us to hold each other accountable. It ain't easy being with a black woman, but it's well worth it. So if you got a brother, you got a friend that's in a committed relationship, encourage them to stay committed, man. Don't be that nigga that's always trying to get him to... To, to go out and cheat on this girl or just be around in a lot of situations that you know was testing his his level of lust. You know what I'm saying? Know your homies. Know know your brother. Know like, all right, <laughs> he probably can't handle all of that. But as a man, too, know yourself. And no, I ain't going to put myself in every situation. I can handle myself. I got discipline. You know what I'm saying? I can be in a room full of hoes and stay faithful. No problem. But don't overdo it, you know what I'm saying? Because we're, we're still men. We're still human. Nobody's perfect. So recognize that you have to be around other men who are sharpening themselves so that you can sharpen each other. Because I can't rock with a cat that's just out here moving and, and disrespecting this lady and then want to bring his lady around me. I got to be respectful to her. Like, no, nah, I'm not fake, bro. So if I'm not fake, I'm not going to fake it with your relationship. Now, I'll let you fake it with your relationship, but don't bring me around that. And I got to look your lady in the face knowing that you don't respect her, but you you laying with her every night. You building a life with her every night, but you're not being real with her. Because now I don't know if I can respect you. You know what I'm saying? I ain't saying that um, my character is so much above your character, but what I'm saying is, if you're not honest enough with yourself to be able to be truthful with the person you land with, I know you'll play me. <laughs> if it came down to it, you got to protect yourself. I know you're a lot of me. So that's how I look at that situation. And I encourage all of my brothers to stay committed. Treat your ladies right, man. Because they're going to take you to the next level. Having that strong woman, I don't care how successful you are, um, just how much material um, or vain items you've attained through this lifetime, like, I'm not impressed with that. And you shouldn't be as well, because you know there's still an empty feeling. There's still a feeling of, all right, who can I, who can I build a family with? Because we want to leave a legacy. Legacy can be reputation, but legacy is also your children. And when you having children with with a woman, you want to choose somebody you see as a counterpart, as a partner, as as an equal. Because if you don't see them as an equal, how can you expect for them to raise children that will live up to the family's expectations? You can't just be laying down having children with any old type of woman, a woman who hasn't master her art of self-love, a woman who hasn't understood her own sense of ambition and understood her own sense of femininity. If you haven't 
identify the woman who's walking in her purpose, having a child with that woman, or just somebody random, it's not going to give you the fulfillment or really create that legacy that you expect. I got homies with, with baby mamas who they don't really like. Them niggas don't even smile the same no more. <laughs> like, straight up. Like, you got, a, you got a baby mama you don't rock with. That changed your life, boy. I'm telling you what I know. My step pops, you got a, a, a baby mother who he doesn't get along with at all. They stress each other out to this day. I got homies with, with, with baby mothers who are really just in their pockets. And I don't blame the baby mamas. Like, it's a vicious cycle sometimes, right? You'll see a, a quote-unquote crazy baby mama not understand that she watched her mama go through the same trauma. She watched her mama be single, be um, in abusive relationships, have to deal with the effects of poverty, have to deal with the effects of um, a government that didn't even allow a woman to get aid from the government if she had a man in the house. So that creates a a, a ripple effect in the community where I I can't get my benefits from the government unless this man is out of my house. So the tension between the black woman and the black man is rewarded with food stamps and welfare. You know what I'm saying? Instead of aid just being given to families that need. No, we're going to say the man got to be out of the house. So what type of culture does that create? The woman that eventually becomes that crazy baby mama in your eyes, she's experienced a lot up to that point. And now she might have envisioned a life or a love with a certain man who was ambitious and charming, but on the flip side, dude was lying to her and playing her and manipulating her and playing with her heart and women. <laughs> are way more tapped into their emotions than us. So we expect women to think logically after we've damaged their emotions. Where, where they do that at? <laughs> you feel me? Ain't no woman, no woman is going to think logically when you've damaged her emotions. That's the feminine nature of women. They have a logical side. Duh. They know how to think. Women are smart. But they're so tapped into the moment. They're so tapped into the feeling. That that in- intuition is real. I used to think women's intuition was some bullshit. But when you really get tapped in and understand what the womb is, the woman's womb, it brings life. If it brings life and it carries life, it has to be able to interpret life. So that's why they're so tapped into their nature. They're so tapped into their emotions. Because they are the life-giving creature. They are the the yin to our yang. They're the balance, that nurturing spirit that us as men, we have some emotional connections as well. But we're more heavily balanced towards our masculinity as opposed to really interpreting and understanding feelings. So we don't even understand why she's so crazy. Why she keep tripping off of it? Why she don't just get over it? Why she don't see the long game? Because that's not in the woman's nature. And the more we push women to have to think like men or not walk in their own nature, the more tension we're causing. 
Don't put your woman in a situation where she got to uh, interpret your words and cipher through if this is some bullshit and really figure out what's her next way of moving forward. How does she defend her own feelings from the next man putting her in this position? And the way they do that, <laughs> they don't play no games with y'all niggas no more. They ain't playing no games. So you trying to talk to her, hey, how you doing? Uh, keep it moving, bro. I heard this before. Well, dang. You ain't had to be like that. Nah, she do. She does have to carry herself like that because of how these little boys, I ain't even going to say men, these little boys have been treating her. So what we what will we do about that as men? We're going to sit back. We're going to continue to let our women suffer. We're going to continue to just blame them. We're going to jump to different races and be like, oh, they don't got no problems. It's just our black women. No. <laughs> our women have problems. I heard D-Ray say white women are crazy, too. They just give you the benefit of the doubt sometimes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The white girl, you might feel like she's um, submissive or... And I hate to paint an overarching theme over any group of women. I'm just telling you what I hear my peers say, other other black men, when they talk about white women, they're like, they're a little more submissive. They They have a family that's a little more intact. It's not as much drama. You know, they talk about these things without understanding the root causes. You know, submission is power. Sometimes we don't understand that. We don't see the long game in that. But submission is power. Being submissive is a sense of power because now I have control, not in the grand scheme of things, how the superior person may see it because they got a simple mind. Sometimes as men, we let our egos think, okay, I'm I'm superior, so now I got control of the situation. No. The person who's submissive has the power. Because once somebody submits to your will or to your request, now you are giving them leverage. You're giving them you're putting value onto that person because you know they have the ability to get the job done, right? So when that submission, you recognize the long game of this. You see the long road ahead. If you got a boss, gives you a task. You accomplish that task because you know this increases your value. And this increases my power. And this increases the balance. Right? So we're going from a, a subordinate and a superior relationship to a partnership relationship. But it only happens when one person trusts the other person to submit and handle business. And, man, we submit to our women, too. You know what I'm saying? You hear a lot of old heads, they say, hey, happy wife, happy life. You know what I'm saying? That that argument ain't worth it. You know what I'm saying? Because we see the long game. So, yeah, we're going to submit to our woman. You You know, you're right, baby. I hear you. I understand. I'm not going to keep arguing in a moment with you because that's going to be counterproductive. So let me submit. See the power in submission so that we can continue to build and grow together. But nah, he want to put his foot down on every situation. You know what I'm saying? Woman did not tell you we needed tall trash bags, not medium trash bags. Stop buying all them trash bags. Now you're blowing up. <laughs> now you're getting in an argument. 
over some simple trash bags instead of taking your ass to the store and buying some trash bags. One thing I really respect my pops for is not having gender roles in my house. So growing up, I saw my pops cook. If, <laughs> if the house needed to be clean, he cleaned. If some laundry needed to be done, he did the laundry. You know what I'm saying? Because as a man, you make sure your household is handled. Don't think a labor is just cutting grass and, and shoveling snow. Labor is, is cleaning sometimes. Labor is cooking sometimes. And you can't always put that off as on your woman and say, oh, you need to be cooking and cleaning and washing clothes. That's what women do. No. What you going to do if you live by yourself? You're going to cook, clean, and wash clothes for yourself, right? So don't expect a woman to do all of that for you just because y'all are together. This is a partnership. And it ain't always going to be 50-50. That's not love. Love ain't 50-50. I saw a meme, because you know there be some good memes sometimes out there. <laughs> I saw a meme that, that really hit home, and it said that love can be 80-20 sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> your lady might only have 20% and you got to pull the 80%. Sometimes you might only have 10% of you. Your lady got to pull the 90% that day. It's a beautiful thing when it's 50-50, but love has its ebbs and its flows, and you got to know how to still keep that full 100% relationship going. You got to keep it above water. You can't let it sink just because you're having a bad day or she having a bad day. got to pick each other up. Because love is an action. It's an action word. It's not a it's not a thing, it's not a feeling. It's a it's an intentional decision that I'm going to do whatever I can to be the best version of myself so that my partner can have somebody that they trust, can confide in, and somebody they they can build a life together with. That's love. I mean, Courtney, we ain't start off as no fairy tale, just perfect relationship. You know what I'm saying? I, like I said, I thought I was a player. I thought I was just somebody that could do whatever he wanted. But then I met a woman of standard. And, and <laughs> Courtney <laughs> held me to her standard. Like, hey, what is we doing? <laughs> you, you know when they hit you with that, bro. You know what time it is. When they hit you with that. Uh, so so what are we doing? And only a woman of standard is going to hit you with that question because they need to know. Am I wasting my time? Am I not showing you that I'm for you? Because I can move on. You know what I'm saying? And me, being the real one I am. <laughs> nah, I'm just playing. Because I wasn't being real, man. I was being like, acting like a little boy. But my woman, she knew. She saw it in me. You know what I'm saying? Like, she, she saw what type of man I was becoming before I saw it in myself. But I also knew what type of woman she was. I knew the value she had, the type of heart she had, the type of ambition she had, how sexy she is. <laughs> so I'm like, man, let me get my stuff together, bro. Nah, nah, baby, I ain't messing with no more of these females. I'm just for you, straight up. You know what I'm saying? So we got in our relationship when we started, and it was still rocky. I'm still trying to figure it out and, and be the, the man that I envision myself to be. But it's a process. And as men, we can't. Be so, so just egotistical to believe that women have to go through our bullshit in order to deserve us. 
Cause they don't. <laughs> Courtney could have stopped fucking with me in college. She could have built a life with somebody else, and I'd have been sitting back looking like a sucker, looking silly. <laughs> I thank God for her favor. I thank God that she, 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 basically let me get my shit together and stop being a dumbass. Like that's the type of masculine trait <laughs> that women are starting to have. That vision that understanding so it's, it's it's a little bit of positive that comes out of women thinking like man you know maybe she saw like once this nigga get this shit together he gonna be the the man of my dreams and or she could have just been on her beyonce tip like i'd be damned if i see another chick on your arm <laughs> you hear me like she could have been thinking like that too but to me it was a call to action and especially once we moved out to Phoenix and started building our life together, I knew I had to be about that action. And nothing I could talk about. It ain't no finessing. It ain't no sneaking. None of that. You got to treat your woman with respect. You got to be honest with her. You got to love on her. And show it. Show everybody how much you loving on your woman. Because that's the energy. That's the narrative that we have to push. That black love. Black love matters. And black love is flourishing. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my brother, Lil Duval, putting out that narrative that black men don't cheat. Taking care of our queens. So, like, today on Valentine's Day, I was trying to figure out what am I going to do. And, yes, I did wait until the last couple of days to plan. But <laughs> I woke up this morning. I'm like, all right. I bought her a few gifts already. I know she's happy, but I'm still, I'm still parlay something a little more special for her. So definitely gonna take care of that and know your woman too. Don't just jump out the frame and do something over the top and extravagant for your woman if you know that that's not her. Don't just do something for the gram or for Facebook so you can boost up your ego. If your woman doesn't like over the top, if she loves extravagant things and designer, yeah, go do that. Take care of her. She deserves it. <laughs> but if she likes the simple things in life, do something simple that she'll appreciate from the heart. Something that she knows you put some thought into. Don't ask her. <laughs> do not ask women what they want for Valentine's Day, man. The only thing women want for Valentine's Day is for a man to plan what they're going to do for her for Valentine's Day. <laughs> That's it. Step up as a man. Put some plans together and take care of your queen. Or if you're single, show your mama some love. Show your sister some love. Show your friends some love. Let them know that they are appreciated and we do care about them and we do have so much love for them. My mom was my first Valentine, so I always send her a happy Valentine's text and call her, let her know I love her. But now my woman is my true lifelong Valentine. And so. I ain't, I ain't pressed about not being that player I used to be. And I'm not pressed about um, trying to go over the top and impress the world for my ego. Nah. Only thing I'm pressed about is keeping that peace of mind in my woman and knowing that she has a good man, a man of honor, a man that's going to stand up for and protect and provide for in every way possible. That's all I got for y'all today, man. I hope. That y'all Valentine's Day is full of love. It's um, 
it's a lot more intentional. You know what I'm saying? You're not just out here off the cuff. You're not just doing some lazy buying a flower and some chocolate. You know what I'm saying? That's lazy, bro. Get creative. Do something over the top. Not over the top. Do something out of the box. Put some thought to it, man. Shout out to my sponsors, Realist Rare. Check out the site, realistrarebrand.com. We got new merch available. You know what I'm saying? We turning up for this year, so really appreciate all the support uh, for, for our previous events and just all the love we've been getting, man. We've been <laughs> really selling out and finding different ways to grow the brand. So keep on tapping in. Make sure y'all visit uh, the website and on social media, realistrarebrand is the handle. Um, so until the next time, G, double up.